And we're back on the hunt with Supernatural Season 4, Episode 11, Family Remains. I'm Chris Barrows. And my name's Dan Cummins. Welcome back to the best Supernatural podcast on the air. This is the show where we rewatch every episode. We break down the plot and the themes of each one. And then we pull out the details that you might have missed. If you're active on Reddit or Twitter, make sure you follow us over there. We're trying to discuss... Uh, all things supernatural on a weekly basis and sometimes we even feature those responses here on the podcast today though chris we're seeing the be- the boys deal with the-, the worst monster of all arguably which is humans uh it's only the second time in the show uh two out of six actually and these episodes i think can go either way um this one i think we're going to get into they might have been better off cutting this one i think that depends on who you ask but let's jump into the actual plot of this episode here Yeah, The Family Remains, by the way, aired January 15th, 2009. Uh, IMDb rating of 8.0, and the synopsis is straightforward. The Winchesters try to stop a family from moving into a haunted house for sale in uh, Stratton, Nebraska. The monster in this plot is a human who is a girl in the wall. That's your monster. Uh, It it brought me back to some of those creepy, like, uh, Japanese movies with, like, weird backwards crawling girls and i i mean that's the kind of vibe this this has i I imagine some people really like this this is an episode that i forgot about because i wanted to forget about it this is up there i hate to say this with bugs for me now it's not as bad as bugs because bugs i think is still the pinnacle of bad uh at this point but this this was just i it, it goes to something we've said Give me another episode about Anna, build up Anna. This could have been that slot. This is one of the ones you could have said, yeah, we don't need this. Yeah, we just came off of Heaven and Hell. And at the end of that, we both said, you know, we don't like Anna uh, personally. She's okay as a character, but maybe that's because she didn't have enough time to be developed, right? We only had really an episode and a half, uh, maybe even less than that, because we did get that long flashback scene in the uh, first part of her introduction. I know what you did last summer. This one here, Chris, there's nothing supernatural about it. Can we put that out on the front here? I mean, the show is called Supernatural. Now, I understand we do get, like I said, six episodes or occurrences of humans being the monster. But I think for that to happen, it has to make sense, right? We have to learn something about the character. As we both said, these Monster of the Week episodes, we're both fans of, but... We're fans of them when the characters like Sam and Dean are able to further their own development within those episodes. In this particular episode, they do make a very feeble attempt at the end to reconnect this to what's going on with Dean, but it really doesn't land for me. I mean, the impact is very, very low. We can get into the incestual haunted nature of this house, Chris, but it's not even haunted. I mean, really, it's it's haunted in the sense of the first victim bill is kind of a shitty guy. Uh, we, we learn about his history through a diary that Sam later uncovers, but the only haunting going on is his own guilty conscience, right? Like there's, there's not actually a ghost or a spirit in this episode. No. And, and, and you're right. And this is an incestuous kind of story, which I'm not a favor. I'm not a big fan of. You really have to do them well. If you're going to go with that storyline and maybe it's, it's probably a plot you don't even pursue at this point in 2022, if you're making the show, it, it's, 
it's just not all that good. And really what it comes down to is he had a daughter. There was a relationship there. Not, not one that, you know, most probably feel too comfortable talking about that resulted in another little girl, a little girl who ends up living in the walls and eating rats. And it's, it is what it is, right? That's the plot. Uh, when it comes down to it, they think it's a ghost because some guy got, gets killed in his ha- in this house. Right. And they're like, how did this happen? Who killed him? He didn't leave the house. So that's where it comes from. And that's why they're investigating. But really, when it comes down to it, at the start of this, I want to point out, it's been a month or so of nonstop hunting. And, and basically, Dean's just running on just fumes at this point because he's admitted about his time in hell he's done all these things and now he's just trying to keep working almost to get his mind off of it well this case will get your mind off it but i i don't think it's in a great way um because when we talk about this episode there's some weird things in it like uh, lying in bed uh miss mrs carter in this feels something licking her hand but it's not the dog like there it's these very weird things that I don't know. They just, they don't land for me here. Um, but it's creepy. I, I, I'll give it that. It is creepy as hell, especially when you see like the tight spaces that Dean has to crawl in. And, and mm. so there's a very creepy vibe to this episode. That, that, that lands, that part, no problem. Yeah, there is a, a visceral sort of experience to this. Um, I especially enjoyed the, the footage of the night cam, Chris, where, you know, it doesn't really make sense why there would be a night camera in the crawl space where um, the girl on the wall eventually, you know, hides Danny, the young son. But there's a scene where she is found crawling into the space with a rat and then she proceeds to eat the rat. Like that really was unnerving to me. And I wish we had gotten more of that because I think the episode would have felt more like a paranormal activity, which is a horror movie that really like, as I was going through through high school, like that was the that was really big at the time for me, Chris, paranormal activity. And you could argue there that the plot really wasn't that complicated or strong. But what was really strong was that visceral feeling of of dread. Uh, and it was very creepy. Right. Like you see this this uh, this wide eyed girl who's probably doesn't even speak English. Like, does the girl on the wall even speak? I'm not even sure she says anything because she's been quite literally living in the walls for her entire life. How old is she? 15, 16? Like it's, it is a very creepy concept. I wish they had played on that a little bit more rather than relying on the plot of, you know, she's a child of, of rape of incest, uh, you know, and then she herself had a son. I mean, it really is a dark, dark family story, Chris. But as you said, the best part about it was how creepy it was and how it made you feel. And we didn't get enough of that. So for this one to to not play to its strengths, I think was a little short-sighted. We can't ignore the X-Files reference though, right? I know you're a huge X-Files fan. And obviously, you know, we have a, a very famous alumni from X-Files uh, responsible for that episode. But but tell the people where, you know, if you actually want to see an episode that lands that's like this, what should they check out? Yeah, this is definitely feels similar and inspired by uh, an episode of... Uh, which took place in season four, by the way, uh, of the X-Files season four, episode two, it's called home. It doesn't air on television. It can't air on television. It's essentially an incestuous family whose mother 
um, this family has been incestuous for decades uh, in the television show. They're, they keep their mother underneath the bed in this episode. Like it, it, it's creepy as hell. I won't say more than, than that. Cause I don't want to give everything away. Um, but it's a really creepy episode. It's banned from television. In fact, one of the reasons it was banned from television is the opening shot, much like Supernatural, they always have these great openings. Mm. And the opening shot was the crying of a baby as you see a, a grave being dug. Mm. And it and that doesn't air on that. Now, it doesn't air, I think, for all the other reasons, too. But that particular version is one of the there's two versions, that opening and there's a different version. So even when it aired on TV, you won't see that version. That's only on the DVDs. So. You can see the inspiration. It's dark. It's isolated. This is different in many ways, but you can see the inspiration here. And I think the thing that's interesting in the Supernatural episode that we're talking about is relationship. This little girl with this little boy saying, you can stay, but the parents have to go. Like she yeah. really has a dislike of any of the adults. And I don't, it's hard to also grasp where that stems from. Like some of this stuff is, it's just part of the plot, but there's no real connection because she lost her mother, you know, obviously, and then lived this way. But how did she survive? We learn is in the walls, eating rats. And the connection with the boy could have been even probably more interesting. Uh, does the, you know, I, how does that boy feel? Do we get more from that? You know, the rat thing obviously creeped him out, but it's interesting. Um, it it could have been better. I, I put in that same category of bugs, not because it's a bad episode necessarily. I don't think it's great. I think it could have been better, but I think it could have played more into certain plot points that it that it did not to make it more interesting. So I think that relationship with the boy and the girl on the wall, I think that's one thing. Um, but my issue is also what your issue is, is the loose connection that tries to make this a valuable episode for the ongoing plot which is in the middle of such a heavy war that's taking place. Right. And then it's, Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I feel pity for that little girl. And, and, and because she was tortured, she lived a life of torture and, and I, ha I had that happen and look what, look what I turned into in hell. And it's like, really that that's what there, there's probably gotta be other plot points. Like, God, do a do a story with like a veteran who had to do torture overseas. Like there's got to be some better plot that they could have done if that's the angle they were going for, in my opinion. Yeah, totally. I think back to the Benders, Chris, uh, an episode in season one, which we both really love. Uh, the first episode actually to ever feature humans as the monsters, right? In that episode, the boys also think that it's a monster that's taking these people, kidnapping, and then eventually bringing them back to the location, the house, right? And then And then killing them. Um, but they don't spend the whole episode wondering why it's not a ghost or how it's not a ghost, right? They, they pretty quickly realize it's a human. And then the rest of the episode of the benders, they figure out why they're doing what they're doing. And then how do they get their friends out of it? Right? Because they, they do, you know, get separated and, and one has to save the other. This episode, where did the time go, man? I feel like I was watching this and before I knew it, it was over, but I didn't get anything out of it. Like, I, I really don't understand where the time went. And yes, I understand there is some kind of family drama going on. That's the most PG way I can put that, Chris. But yeah, at the end of this episode, the writers say it plain and simple. Like the they could not have been any more obvious with what connection they were trying to make in this episode because Dean 
basically says, as you have said just now, he feels bad for the girl on the wall because she only became a murderer because she was tortured, right? She might not have become this uh, murderous monster in a wall if she wasn't tortured by her father. Um, and, and it's like, okay, Dean, for, for you to feel bad for this girl because you guys have that loose of a connection, it's a little out of character for me. And you're right. You could have done that in so many uh, better, different ways. Like you could have done it with somebody who actually is a little more developed, who is a little bit more relatable. This girl is hardly human, man. Like I know she actually is a human, but she clearly doesn't speak English. She eats rats in walls. The connection is is very, it's very loose and it wasn't enough for me. And I just feel like if the point you're trying to make is that Dean, uh, feels really shitty about himself because he almost enjoyed the torture in hell. There are better ways to do that. In this episode, I think we both agree, Chris, it's a filler episode. You could have cut this one and given it to Anna. Yeah. And I was looking up like, for example, the plot I think of, because I, I was a fan of lost and one of the characters on the show lost, which came out in 2004. Uh, and one of the characters on that show was Saeed. He was a torturer in the, in Iraq, essentially. Um, and when it comes down to it, like I was thinking, well, if torture's the thing, you could play into a war story of someone who was forced to do torture in war. There's other ways torture could come up, someone who was tortured and then became a torturer. There's right. and, and that would have played into it better. Girl in the wall, maybe they were going for that vibe of uh, of some I think they were trying to combine a few things here. It doesn't land, it doesn't work. I'm, you know, I always say I applaud them when they try, but uh, in this case, didn't work for me. Uh, weakest episode of the season. It's it's in the lead for worst of this season and likely keeps that spot, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Because um, I tr trained my mind to forget this one until I watched it. I was like, oh, yeah, it's this one. Um, and, and again, you're hitting on when you hit on a topic of incest and other stuff. You immediately lose me a little. The mm. plot really has to be very good to keep me in those because they're uncomfortable topics. So you better deliver on a really strong story with them. This one was not a strong one. Girl in the wall living off rats. That doesn't do it. Does it? Just, yeah. No. Sorry. But yeah, you tried. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. You tried. And I think, Chris, when you're right, when you deal with those heavy topics like that, like incest, like rape, the resolution better be good. It better be, well, we will save this human spirit, whatever, or, you know, empathize with them a little bit. Well, they did that stuff. Remember Andy, um, who was one of the special children, right? You remember, um, I mean, any of the special children, they all did terrible things, but we could empathize with them a little bit because they were sort of doomed. They didn't have a choice, right? This girl on the wall, somewhat similar, but she never actually got a chance to defend herself or we didn't get enough like space in her story to actually feel bad for her. Instead, we have Dean telling us that we should feel bad for her. And that it just doesn't work. Um, yeah. And I hate to say that, but like to take an X-Files episode that is so notorious is the word that comes to mind, Chris. Like you better do it well, especially because Kim Manners was the director of that episode. And for, for Kim Manners to be such a, you know, a huge figure in Supernatural to to try to do this episode and to not do it right. It seems criminal to me. Yeah, and um, it was not his. He didn't do this particular episode. So right. But that's the comparison is he did do that one. And it's a very I, again, it is a I recommend people watch it. I really do recommend people watch it. Uh, it it's really worth 
while it's it's creepy as hell it, it, it's creepy um there is a reference by the way danny asks the boys in this one if what they do is like scooby-doo and we know the Scooby-Doo reference being made is important and, and and monsters turning out to be humans. At that point, I think if you're watching, you kind of know, oh, you know, crap, this is going to be a human because um, that's just what happens in Scooby-Doo. Right. We will get our Scooby-Doo episode later on, everybody. But we're a long way from the from from Scooby Natural. So we don't get to talk about that one for some time. But yeah, uh, let's I'm going to go back to forgetting this one. This goes to my do not watch list next yeah. to Bugs. Uh, this goes along with this is now in that ongoing list of my top five least favorite episodes. This goes right in that number two slot behind. I, I, in my, I mean, it could pass bugs. I don't know. I have to think about this one. Where does this fall? Because I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Bugs gets criticized so much, but it, I think they're they these both have the same problem. They could have been more. And yeah. that's the criticism that we have of these episodes is they could have been more. There was better ways to deliver on what they attempted to do. And yeah. it's a rewatch. Um, but yeah, not rewatching this one again. That's I agree. And I think with Bugs, Chris, it's got to be interesting, right? Part of this rewatch experience, this podcast that we're trying to do here, the ultimate goal is to tell you, hey, should you rewatch this one or not? This episode, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't blame you if you don't rewatch it. Now, Bugs, that was season one. It's kind of cool to go back in time, Chris, to season one and see, you know, what was what did Jared's hair look like, right? At the very least, you get that. And even that episode was kind of entertaining in other ways. Like, it, it was a little bit darker. You get to see what the show looked like before it actually found its footing and became supernatural. This one, though, wasn't even entertaining, in my opinion. No. Like you said, all these dark themes, characters not developed, Dean coming to conclusions that he shouldn't like it just it this one yeah you're right it, it might be as bad as bugs if not worse um with that chris the next episode actually scores lower than the one we're talking yep. about now but in my opinion it's a better episode and it is a filler episode but it's entertaining um and there is a, a lot of really funny moments and i, just I really like this next it's one yeah. i i I like it. It's it's filler, but it's different, and I just yeah. enjoy it. And um, it's one that I actually, I will say, I thought someone was going to be in this, even when we started the rewatch, because I didn't mm -hmm. remember all the details. I thought someone was going to be in this who was not in it, but just because of the stuff happening, I was like, oh, is this one of those? Yeah. Um, and you may know who I'm talking about based on that alone. But yeah, um, uh Chris Angel is a douchebag is the next episode and we will get into uh, that one. So stay tuned to next week uh, when we will drop that episode. Uh, we will definitely have a lot more positive uh, on that one, uh, but there hasn't been a ton of negative this season. Like I said, we've really got a ton of great episodes. This is, this is, you know, one of those ones that is a filler that just doesn't land, but uh, we've got a great set of episodes ahead. By the way, I want to note after school special is coming up too, Dan. So after school specials on the way, which features what I think is an iconic uh, outfit for uh, <laughs> Dean in terms of uh, of just costumes. Uh, and uh, there's a Funko Pop of it, too. So uh, I, I there's only a few Funko Pop versions of, of Dean from all the different outfits. This is the one that stands out to me. So, yeah. And, and arguably, we get to see one of Dean's many callings, right? He's not. He probably wasn't born to be a hunter. He was born to be an inmate, as we saw in Folsom Prison Blues, and maybe even born to be a gym teacher. We're going to find yeah. that out and more as we continue our rewatch. But yeah, Chris, I'm, I'm glad to put uh, this one 
behind us. I listen, th- this rewatch is not all going to be, uh, you know, daisies and, and sunflowers. There are going to be some really bad episodes that we have to watch. This one is one of those bad episodes, and that's okay. Yeah. It's um, all right, you know, but we had fun, we have fun in the process talking about it. We hope you are enjoying listening and having the conversations with us, whether it be through Reddit, Twitter, or wherever else it may be. But that will be it for this week. But we will be back because, after all, we've got work to do.